Inside the Cave now brings you the official store to get all things Cave Crush and Inside the Cave at CaveCrushShop.com. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Cave Crush and like our Facebook page, Cave Crush Shop. Hey, yo! Y'all ready? It's time to go inside the cave. Inside the cave. With CB. Joe Dirt. Big Dog. Seth. Cousin Lamar. International D. Cat and Belly Bell featuring Roland and Charles Heard. Inside the cave, mother. Here we go. Welcome back inside the cave, inside the cave podcast.com, cavecrushshop.com. Go to that website. Everybody shop there. And uh, go to inside the cave podcast.com and you can and you'll be able to uh, leave feedback. Please leave feedback there as well as and on iTunes. Uh, if you want to just go show by show, archive shows, you can go there. And uh, on InsideTheCavePodcast.com But we really need uh, more uh, rates And feedback on iTunes as well As well as iHeart Listen to us however you listen to us But the iTunes numbers uh, really count the most From what I'm hearing Alright, big show today A lot to talk about in the world So let's get started I am CB at I'm The Real CB And next to me today is Joe Dirt What's good everybody? Glad to be back, ready to do another show. Got dirt sheet this week? Oh, yes, sir. We're going to call this one uh, Cash and Ass. (laughs) Nobody rides for free. (laughs) (laughs) What up? That's it. Okay. (laughs) All right. You know I'm going to act a fool for the night out. Three Lee Films and the Cleese Report podcast coming very, very, very soon. You can see a preview of it on right now on YouTube. Roll it. What's up? What's up? What's up? Follow me on IG at Cleese Report. Get the hot takes right on there. Everything that's good. popping and what's going on with my uh, in my brain. Check me out. How do you spell that? Because I have been think I might have been spelling it wrong. C-L-E-E-Z-E. Please. And if you follow us on Inside the Cave, you already know we we repost a lot uh, what the Cleaves Report and Three Leaf Films do. All right, a lot to talk about today. Thank you to everybody who listened last week. I do have feedback. Uh, We'll we'll, we'll do feedback maybe in a week or so. Uh, But thank you to everybody listening and sending in stuff. Appreciate that. We'll get to you guys in a couple weeks. So let's get started with Kill Yourself and Start Over. The first segment, see something effed up? The A Block. Talk your shit. Kill yourself and start over on Inside the Cave. All right, Joe. Well, the only person I can think of right now is uh, everybody's president, not my president. Mm. This fool in Corpus Christi, Texas, uh, instead of being in Houston, where he should be, you know, seeing everything that's going on and talking to everybody out there. <clears throat> and uh, making stupid remarks on uh, Twitter like he always do. So, Donald Trump, you can kill yourself and start over. I know somebody else is going to give it to Joe Lowe's thing, so I'll let y'all handle that. 
Oh, that's <laughs> me, buddy. That definitely. <laughs> nice, it. I want to. Uh, well, let's get to it. I want to get my kid yourself to start over. Most definitely, the Joel Osteen. You know, I heard a man say this week: just because you ain't selling pussy, don't mean you ain't pimping. Ah, uh, say that again. Okay, this man, ten million dollar homes in two different states. He got a mega church. I heard that the mega church that he got used to be the old Houston Rockets stadium. I heard that too. I didn't know that. It's crazy. And the man wouldn't open his doors for the people. Same people who come to your church, pay their tithes, get their money, basically furnishing your lifestyle, and you wouldn't open the doors for the people. You understand what I'm saying? This man, how can you... See, and this is one of those things where it's easy to be like, this is why I don't believe in, I don't want to say believe in God, but this is why I don't listen to mm-hmm. preachers. I don't want to hear your sermon. Mm-hmm. I don't want to hear your opinion on my lifestyle. I don't want to hear you say shit to me. You know why? Because here it is. You are, he got a private jet, several cars, and here it is now in the time of need, and you talking in the name of Christ and you don't open your doors. And then God said, if you give one person a glass of water, you give a glass of water to me in my name. And you wouldn't open the doors for people, help them out, only to be shamed, to finally do it. Then not only do I want you to kill yourself and start over, when you kill yourself and if you don't get the opportunity to start over, I hope you end up in hell. (laughs) (laughs) And it's it's more like it. It's it's a lot like it. Oh, yeah. You're glad about that. That's crazy. You know what I find? You, you know what I find dollar. funny. You know what I find funny about critics of Joel Osteen is that y'all thought y'all actually acted surprised. I, I ain't gonna lie, Roland. I know where you're going with this. But... Like, who in the hell is following Joel Osteen, TD Jakes, Buffalo Dollar, or any of them prosperity preachers? Man, I've been calling them dudes out for 15 years. Like, like this ain't <laughs> making all this money now. Somebody, them churches filled every week. Somebody following them, unfortunately. Right, but here's the problem. I, you know what? A young man had inboxed me and had shared a post with me, something about um, Christians or something about how people. Um, are criticizing what's being done in church or this is why people don't follow God or something like that. And what people fail to, re- or no, no, I know what it was. It was, if we share this, will the black church um, stop having hold on the community, having influence on the community? And I said, see, the problem is, is that the black church isn't the people's problem. Okay. It's a part of the problem, but the problem is the men who run the black church. They're men too. They're not exempt. They're just like you and I. Uh, the see. problem, there's no problem with God. There's no problem with his word. The problem is, is how we're following. So yeah. look at a Joel Osteen and his followers. The reason why you can follow a Joel Osteen is because you don't want to follow the Bible. Right. Because the man, because the, the man barely, rarely speaks of Jesus in the context of living holy. His book is your best life now. We're supposed to be living our best life for eternity, not for now. now right. So his whole stick is fraudulent as far as God is concerned. 
But I'm not trying to turn this episode into, into, a, into a into he a, a wolf in sheep clothing, uh, Roly, a wolf in sheep clothing. Absolutely, they call themselves prophets, is what they call them. Fuck the wolf, he'll deal, he a false prophet, and he gonna have to answer for that. But what's yeah. funny is, is that the people who sitting there looking with the gas face and surprise, why wouldn't you think it would take until he got shamed? Because he didn't want nobody to mess up that church. Right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And what's funny is, is that the very people who claim that they should be seeking refuge in that church also don't necessarily, not to say that God's house shouldn't be refuge for people who are non-believers, but at the same time, if you ain't, if you don't even believe the word, if I find it funny how all of these conscious brothers who don't claim that Christianity is the white man's religion, they always seem to find themselves back in the Bible trying to criticize somebody using the Bible. But you, but you don't believe the Bible. So yeah. how you going to use it to criticize somebody? Uh, but, but you, know, you know what I mean? That's what's funny to me. See, 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 I think I, I feel exactly what you're saying, but... You also, and I don't know if you noticed though, but you're also giving him a pass. And you're giving people like police officers a pass. Like when when you take those, when you take those type of jobs, teachers and stuff like that, it's a certain responsibility that they, that they have that people like me and you don't have. Yeah, I understand that they're men, but you shouldn't have took the job if you weren't going to live that life. And the thing is, you can't just have the good side of it. You can't just have a church when everything is going good, when it, when the place is packed to capacity, you're selling stuff and you're living good. Nah, you gotta have it when it's bad as well. And that's the problem I have with pastors. The bailout that they always get is they're men at the end of the day. No, 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 no brother. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on. Let, me you, let me say something right quick. Let, let me let me clarify my point real quick, Joe. That's not. I'm not giving them a pass. What I'm saying is is that the reason why. Because people try to use man as a reason not to follow God, and mm-hmm. what I'm saying is, well, is that man is flawed. Don't try to use, don't try to say the word is flawed. But see, the thing is, Roll, and I'm let you get in, Joe. The thing is, though, when you go to the doctor, you go to the doctor because you're depending and trusting that person with your life because you didn't go to school for medical. And Damn, a, I'm agreeing with you. And there's a lot of people that do not. Re- I don't read the Bible like. Most people, most people think that we should. I don't. I don't read the Bible. I don't. But read that's on you, brother. So I'm trusting a pastor that that, that has and that's living that life. It, it, I'm trusting my life with him. It's the same thing. But you shouldn't. Your faith is your own. Your soul is your that's, own. That, that, that's one thing. Okay, I get that. My faith. Well, let me let me just say something right quick. Most of the, a lot of pastors, especially shady ones, aren't pastors. They just going in for the money. For the tax benefit, whatever, it ain't going in uh, looking to lead people. Mm-hmm. It's, it's too many churches like that, and, that, and that's where a lot of people get caught up at because they get some slick talking motherfucker standing up there telling them what they want to hear. But they, and most of the time, nine times out of ten, they not even coming from the Bible. They just standing up there telling you a bunch of stories. Yeah. I, I'm gonna do you one better though, Joe. I'm gonna do you one even better. What y'all don't realize is is that the majority of pastors. they are teaching the word the problem is is that they're not totally submitting to Mm -hmm. god's rule so they mess up i'm not giving them a pass right right right. but here's the problem here's the problem is that i'm gonna tell y'all right here and now 
where y'all can get yourself together if y'all ain't no disrespect. But CB, you totally wrong. What you just said does not fall on the pastor. Now, the pastor is responsible. The word says for every, he, he will have to give an account for every soul he pastors. That's on his side. But when you hit the pearly gates, my brother, you can't say the pastor didn't tell me. Because the Bible also says that you must study thyself to be approved unto God, understanding every word, and I'm paraphrasing, no, and to right. understand every word and bringing it under subjection. You're right. So you can't you can't look to the pastor and say, well, he didn't tell me. It's on no, no, you. No, no, no. I'm not saying that I'm depending on the pastor's word for myself. I am depending, I am depending though, on the, the pastor, do his job, right? On the pastor, yes, to do his job and to hold himself accountable because I am. But how are you going to know if you're not reading the word? No, how no, are you going to know? I know right That's from wrong. You put in people. Oh, no, you don't. I do know right from wrong. I'm going to know you don't. And I know right from wrong. So if right. I bring my children to a church and we're going to sit up there for two hours and listen to these people, That's a long time, two hours, an hour and a half, whatever, listen to, I don't care if it's 15 minutes. If I bring my family to this place and we're going to sit there and listen to this man in nice clothing and stuff like that, I expect you, especially if I'm going to put some money in a basket, I expect you to be a certain way. Don't say what I'm not doing. I didn't take that oath. It's the same thing with police officers. You can't say they're just a man. No, 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 no. You, you got a badge now. You got a certain, certain responsibility to the community, to, to, to others. You're in customer service, not me. That's the truth. Man, you do 100% wrong, though, bro. I'm, I'm telling you what I know. <laughs> you 100% wrong. Like everything, everything you just said was, was, a, was a load of bull crap, fam. That's not what the Bible says. The word also says that Paul said, follow me as I follow Christ. How are you even going to know if he's following Christ if you're not reading the word? That's where you're wrong, fam. That's where the mega churches are wrong. That's where all of these people who are blindly following these clowns are wrong. I don't care who it is. If you are going without your sword, if you're not studying weekly on what the word is saying, and if you're not checking to make sure that your pastor's on point, yes, he's obligated to lead you and preach the right way. But how would you ever know if you ain't in the word for yourself? Like I said, I'm not trying to I'm not trying to turn this into no sermon, bro. But you talking to the wrong dude. I know this word. I yeah. teach this word. And I also was a deacon in the church. I yeah. know it. You 100% wrong, fam. You so, can't so, put so, so, your so, stuff so. on the pastor. I'm not putting my stuff. But don't you think because now you just told me that you know. Like, like, like for instance, you know video. You know editing. You know you. this is what you know. It's just like you just said you know the word, right? You said it. You said it. Not me. You right. said that. So you have a certain responsibility that more than I do, because you, I'm not out here saying that I know the word and I understand the word and stuff like that. I know, I know bits and pieces. I know enough. I know right from wrong. I think I know enough when I'm doing something wrong, you know, but you said, you know, the word. So to me, if you out here saying that, that, you know, that you have a higher yes. responsibility than, than I do. 
I totally agree with that part. All I was saying is, is that the part you said, see, there you go switching the argument again. I was talking about the beginning part you said, okay. where you was trying to put the responsibility on the pastor. You said, I'm trusting in him and I'm in this and I'm, I'm, and I'm like, no, man, he's wrong. I'm just but saying, the pastor do have a responsibility yeah. to teach you what what he's supposed to do, and to live. Say, by. We're saying that, and to live. Say, where you at? So, hold on a second. Hold on a second. Hold on. So, so <laughs> you said you was a deacon. You didn't feel like you had a responsibility to teach the people the word, right? And to live by it. Absolutely, I do. Yes, that's, that's what I'm saying. Yes, I do. Huh? That's all CB said. I think is that. No, that's not. No, better. Just like last week, that's not what he said at the very beginning. When, when he first opened, he first parted his lips, he had said, I'm trusting, I don't read the Bible. I'm trusting that the pastor's gonna be teaching me right. And all I was correcting was, is that part, you're wrong. It is your responsibility to read your own word. That's right. Somebody fact check me, because I don't remember. Somebody fact check me. Man, play the tape, say it, play the tape. Somebody did, he say, did he ask somebody to fact check or fat check? Because I, I, you're a big <laughs> <laughs> well, if you're going to fact check, you're going to have to do it both of us then. Goddamn. <laughs> All right, say, uh, uh, Roller, who you got? Dang, I, I, I finally get a turn? Lord. What you mean, shit? Right. I'm talking for the past two minutes, <laughs> <laughs> I finally get a turn. Maybe I'm going to get your little peanut head ass. <laughs> All right, look, 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 look. This is going to send this on a whole other tangent, too. Oh, I'm giving my kill my kill yourself and start over to all the Colin Kaepernick supporters. Here we go again. Now, this is a good one, dog. Check this out. I think I, I, this is the first time ever. I'm up on some stories, but I might have possibly be the first one to break this story. Dak Prescott has said that not only is he going to stand for the um, – the uh the national anthem and that he won't be doing and participating in no uh what they calling it boycott or whatever whatever what are they calling that thing with the national anthem what are they doing yeah kneeling or where he won't participate in any of that i feel that i'm obligated to put my hand on my heart and show how grateful i am to the position i'm in i ain't heard a peep out of ig I ain't see one post, one video calling this man a coon, calling him this, calling him that. You didn't hear that. I ain't heard that. I didn't hear 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 that. I that. to me. So. Colin Kaepernick supporters, and then somebody had the audacity to to um to hit me in my in my comments and say, "Well, that's because everybody don't got the the expensive ass NFL channel and and uh, ESPN. If it was on, no, no, I'm sorry, NFL channel. If it was on ESPN, we would have been on it. And I'm like, I don't get ESPN or freaking NFL channel, and I got it. I can't possibly be the first one to break that story." Uh, it might be, Roland, because I, I haven't heard the say You heard that story this week? No, oh, man. Roland called this line personally or some shit. I don't... <laughs> <laughs> That's the first I heard of that. Yeah. You should be talking to Dak and not Dink or somebody else. Or... <laughs> That's Dak, and look, I even listen. I heard the story first, right? I went looking for the story. So because you know me, I'm, I, I'll always deal with visual medium. 
I don't trust no print. I don't care who posted or where it came from. If it's printed, I'll only copy and paste articles and put them under my video. I have to see the person say it. He's he's visually saying it with his own mouth. It ain't being reported. It ain't it ain't some talk show host saying what he said. This is exactly what this man said. And I just can't understand how a half a day gets by and the so-called up in arms. To that? I went on I went on YouTube. It, it was reported by Yahoo News. Okay. Yeah. It was it was after uh um in a, it was after uh Dallas Cowboy camp after okay. camp you know that they had the interviews or whatever right and well, it's a one on one right you heard what Jerry Jones said too right yeah Jerry Jones what he said he said that uh all his players better stand for the national anthem or he cutting them off the team yeah that that there's exceptions to those rules though. exactly <laughs> yeah. yeah I damn to cut Zeke I damn to cut Dak. I might have to find that because now that's making sense because and see this is the thing that I'm mad at the supporters because everybody drug the shit out of um Antonio Bryant not Antonio what the hell is in Daz Bryant yeah they drug the shit out of Daz Bryant I can't believe I said Antonio Bryant his bum ass um <laughs> <who's the ball? laughs> hold on hold on her just got here hey her uh so Hey, Roland, Roland just said that uh, he heard, but well, Roland, you just tell him what you heard. That that Deck Prescott came out and said that he would not kneel for the national anthem, that he finds it his obligation to put his hand on his chest and beg the white man, like, no, I'm just teasing, and, and, and show, <laughs> and show, I was and say, show, hold on, he said all that, I that. <laughs> <laughs> I had to put some, since her is here, I had to put some sauce on it, no. If he said that, he right. better have some tap dancing shoes on there. <laughs> yeah, no, but yeah, it, yeah. But, it, but he said, um, he, he finds it his obligation to put his hand on his chest and show his appreciation for where he's at. And my point was, is I'm not giving um, Dak Prescott a kill yourself and start over. I'm actually giving it to all the Colin Kaepernick supporters who ain't currently dragging the shit out of him like they drag everybody else that speaks against the narrative. Well, I mean, did you see what Jerry Jones said at the beginning of the season, though? Yeah, I mean, mean, backup quarterback. If you're a backup quarterback. Try to. I mean, you had one good year, so what, what? What we know, and Jerry Jones. Let's let's all be honest. Jerry Jones is really the commissioner of this league. Yeah, uh, I agree. For I every agree. for everybody would say, you know, Jerry Jones runs the league. He he's made a name out of the you know back to a great name in, in the Dallas Cowboys, and he 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 structures a lot of deals that that comes for the league. Um, and he said he flat out said anybody that kneels on this team uh, for the National Anthem, you won't be part of the Dallas Cowboys. Um, and then that would go as far as to say, I believe he would be, he was probably one of the lead people to make sure that Colin Kaepernick is not employed right now. Uh, Prescott does not want to be on that list. I wouldn't be surprised. Wait, 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 listen. I'm not, listen, I, I, I want to make sure that CB can, you know, get us out of this segment and everything. I don't want to make a big deal out of this. But keep in mind, Hurt, I'm not saying anything against Dak at all. He's allowed to make that statement. 
this is the this is the point I've actually been trying to make the whole time against everybody on this panel is to say why does why do I have to agree or no I'm sorry when I disagree with anything that the masses say I should agree with why do I get called a coup and every single person who said one thing or another even if they're not talking about Colin Kaepernick even if they're just talking about the whole standing or sitting thing or showing appreciation for the flag they get called a name I just want to know why they have not drugged Doc Prescott. It don't have nothing to do with Jerry Jones. It don't have nothing to do with whether or not he can say it or not. All I'm saying is that man should be currently being drugged right now. And if he's not, by the time we get off of this this broadcast, if he's not getting drugged, I think I'm going to have some more choice words for Colin Kaepernick supporters because y'all, because they will be considered a fraud to me. <laughs> Boy you know what, though? I mean, I, I truly I truly believe that you get more media when you deal with the national athlete. You come out and say something like he, like, you know, Zach Prescott did. Because um, the media is not going to cover it as much. I mean, of course, they kind of, you know, and then Jerry Jones is going to protect his guys. Well, even though it's out there in the media, I don't think a lot of people are going to kind of, like, stick on it and, and stay near it. Like, one of my good friends is Brandon Marshall the linebacker for the Denver Broncos. And he, I don't know if you remember when that whole thing was going down, he actually kneeled uh, on the sideline for the Denver Broncos. Mm. And he got so many death threats, it was unbelievable. I mean, he texted me, he messaged me, and showed me some of the messages. I, I really, truly, in my heart, man, couldn't believe some of the messages that people were writing just because somebody kneeled for the National Anthem, especially when the National Anthem were not was not written for black folks. You know, it, it wasn't written for us at all. Because if it was written for us at the, at the time, I mean, even now today, like the Constitution doesn't consider us as, as you know, a man, a full man. Um, it, it's not written to, to, to us. Right. So Brandon Marshall was just trying to make the statement that like, listen, man, at, at some point, at some time, it's us as people, we have to stand up and say enough is enough and that's all he was saying um, and to get death threats for something like that um, so but like that's a the, bunch of those guys man, in the league I can't uh, yeah a bunch of guys in the league man I can't blame them for not doing it or for, for doing it because like some of these guys are trying to look at their career we gotta remember how young some of these guys are too um, even though that they're playing good and they're, they're veterans in the league or they're looking good in the league some of these guys are very young at that age, I, I sure didn't know what to do um, if I should stand up or, or, or stand up for people right or want to be in the front running. Of, bruh, bruh, um, bruh. I'm not, I'm not trying to cut your thought. Listen, we're not here debating that part. You missing? You think you're missing the whole point. The point is, is why isn't he being drugged? Whether or not he wants to stand or not is his damn right in his business. We're talk. We're not talking about the people who sent Brandon Marshall death threats because he didn't stand. We're talking about the people who are standing behind Colin and the fact that they have been dragging every single person who does not agree with kneeling. Talk about right. that side of it. That's the side I want to talk about. Not all that other stuff you're talking about. I'm in agreement with. Yeah. I'm talking about the fact that he's not getting drugged. I feel you. Hey, heard you got anybody for kill yourself? To start over this week since you're here early. 
Oh, no, 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 no. I'm good. I'm good. Go ahead. Go ahead right. with that. All right, cool. Let me wrap it up. Uh, I want to give, first of all, I want to give mine to Stacy Dash. Now, and really, it's not just Stacy Dash. I want to give it to the people. Now, Roland, you weren't on the show then uh, last year. Said you actually missed this episode, I believe, because I listened, re-listened to it. And uh, but Joe, you were there, so I want to give Joe Velly, uh, Big Dog. I think Cousin Lamar was there as well, and I know Cat was there. Get to the point. Uh, I told everybody <laughs> that Stacy Dash. Everybody was trying to figure out why Stacy Dash is so against the black community. And I told people, and Roly, I'm glad you're here. This is my conspiracy. I know we haven't got to this yet, but Stacy Dash, and I'll say it again, is so upset. Because every every time there's a president, there's certain people in Hollywood that gets a chance to sleep with the president. And once Barack Obama became president, Michelle Obama was not playing that stuff. This is not the common white guy being in the office. So Stacey Dash was a supporter of President Obama. But in 2010, 2011, she changed and I think she once she realized she wasn't going to be have a chance to get her Marilyn Monroe on and get a chance to sleep with the president. That's when she became against the president. And now she's turned her hate against Obama to hate basically against the whole black community. And, and, and she's one of the most beautiful women in the world. But everybody thought I was crazy last year when I said that. But it, can, I, can I ask you a question? Yeah. Can I ask you a question? Sure. It, does that does that mean that Amber Rose slept with Trump? Or Amarosa, whatever her name is. Oh, you think she hasn't? Trump? You think she hasn't? Oh. I, I, I never gave it any thought. I'm, I'm pretty sure. Off, well, oh, yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Let me ask you a question. Yeah. What make you think we don't think you're still crazy now? <laughs> Have you seen what Stacey Dash is saying lately? <laughs> Have you seen what Stacey Dash is saying lately? Stacey Dash just called Maxine Waters uh, a buffoon for sticking up, for, for getting an award for Black Girls Rocks. Now, for what? Why does she even have to comment on that? See, Stacey Dash suffers from being not black enough for BET and not white enough for Fox News. Stacey Dash just has a, a complex. She doesn't under she doesn't know which side of the fence she is. She does she suffers from that. And if she, okay, and what the hell they got to do with her trying to sleep with uh because she was all look these are facts. In two thousand and eight, she was a, a huge supporter of President Obama, and she's one of the most finest women in the world. So if any celebrity was gonna get a chance to sleep with the president, it would have been her. But Michelle Obama don't play that. But she, she be where has she where has she been in like to stay relevant, man? She like, hasn't been in anything. We keep bringing but, her up because but, she, she keeps saying that stuff. If she had like, had her chance. The only way she if she had a chance, like Tommy If she had a chance to sleep with the president, she would be relevant again. But she didn't get that chance. I got another question. So that means that since Kanye's video and to the fact when she switched sides and they put her on what Fox News or CNN, so you're saying she had nothing in between that? No, she was she she was a she she special guest on the game a few times, but she really hasn't been in much of nothing. Okay. So, her her it might be on to something, CB. Her co- she, she, found found way back us, she found a way to make herself relevant by going against uh, Obama. The black people. She went no, Obama. She went specifically against Obama. Okay. And then, then what did that lead her to? Fox then News. Then we get put on Fox News. Right. And start talking about Trump this and Trump but, that. But but 
in 2000. But I'm trying to figure out why in 2000. What's going to make her more relevant? In 2008, she no, was no, 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 hard no. pressed for Obama. Answer this for me. What Answer changed? This for me. What's make a what's gonna make her more relevant? Being for Obama or being against Obama? That's true. But why? Because Because she, she wants the attention. And she and she didn't get the attention from the president. All the presidents sleep she around. She got put on Fox News. And she got fired. <laughs> Don't matter, but she got put there. She got fired. She got a fifteen minutes of fame, what she was looking for. And now she tried to get it back. No, no, no. This, this is deeper than fifteen minutes of fame, brother. I'm telling you, Whatever, she. Man. She, ain't, no, ain't nobody trying to sleep with no goddamn Barack she, Obama. She wanted to sleep. I'm pretty sure Barack Obama could have found a better looking chick than Stacey Dash. And he probably did, or maybe he didn't. But what I'm saying is Stacey Dash thought she was in the runnings to be able to sleep with the president. Because all the, every president, Trump is sleeping with somebody right now. This, 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 is, this is one of the benefits of being president. You get to sleep with whatever woman you want to. Come Except, on, you know what, though? Can, let me, can I jump in? Please, I, I no. Think the whole, I think the only place that you're wrong at is the fact that if we're going to believe this crazy hair brain theory, the <laughs> only the only place you're wrong at is that Michelle Obama wasn't having it. What I believe, if there's a conspiracy in this, is that the reason why he couldn't sleep around like 99% of the other presidents is because he was a black president and he had to do it yeah. scandal free. Right. That's just that's the same reason why Oprah don't got a man. Because she's not allowed to be on top and have a and have a husband. She has to be single. That's a mandate by the, by white supremacy. Oh god. <laughs> oh, now you wanna laugh at my at my crazy hair brains. Hey, 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 CB, C B man, you know you know your whole theory is shot when the conspiracy theories on the show says you you, you believe this crazy shit. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, hey, I'm on. glad you picked up on that herd. I'm like, this is a little, this is a little out there for even me. Hey, <laughs> right. hey, I want to get into something else too. I want to give. Uh, I don't know if I want to give. So I don't know who I want to give a kill yourself and start over for. But I want to say that Ti, Ti wants to challenge Floyd Mayweather, and if Floyd don't accept that fight, Floyd, you need to kill yourself and start over because I watched Ti. And I and I even I even had the uh, a bad experience even almost getting beat up by Ti. And I'm telling you, if anybody can beat Floyd, it would be Ti. Ti can't beat no goddamn body. And Floyd be stupid oh, if he took on that fight. I hope he takes it on, man. I hope he. Yeah, takes yeah, it. yeah, he ain't stupid. Well, what are you gonna do it for? Ain't nobody gonna pay to see that shit. Ti, <laughs> yeah, hey. just wants the money, man. I, I feel him though. Hey, hey time out though. Real talk. Real talk. I bet you if I asked you six months ago if somebody was going to pay for uh, McGregor uh, yes. Mayweather, I would told shit, you yes. That shit broke records. Yeah, I would have told. Of course, everybody's going to pay to see that MMA and boxing. I would have told you oh. yes six months ago about that. No, nah, I wouldn't have. I think it was a. I think it was a big joke, and I think no, they that people was going to pay to see it because uh, Floyd was the greatest at his sport, and Conor McGregor was the greatest at his, and it's a spectacle. How so can he pay be the greatest if he? Never mind, because then I'm gonna undermine Ali. But damn, he not only did he lose, he tapped out before. Like I ain't buying. I'm that. talking about what a great is right now. If you want to say Floyd is right now, no, no, Floyd, I'm ready for the pay to see Ti get his ass whooped by Floyd. <laughs> no, 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 I was talking about McGregor lost lost MMA fights. You said he was the greatest in his sport, and I don't know if I agree with that. Well, he might he's be the, the most. Known, I guess he's the well most well known. He that's what they said. He's the best at his sport. So, oh, uh, they saying that that doped up dude Jones is. 
but he can't stay. He can't stay clean. How you well, gonna call him the best? And you already know he on dope. Right. I did some dumbass statement. I'm just going back with crazy ass. That's a dumbass statement. Hey, you know his brother, the dude that played for the Patriots, that was outside in the bushes howling at howling at the fucking moon and shit. I'm out though, Sad. That's what the fuck they say. You trying to tell me you ain't heard that, Mr. Sportsman? Heard what? You ain't heard them say that jo that Jones is the best, the best in the sport. He's he's so gifted and talented. Yeah, but he stays. I, I, I ain't gonna lie. I don't pay no attention to MMA or UFC or whatever. Well, you just took your um sports card down a couple notches. Why? Well, I don't pay attention to that bullshit either. I don't care. I watch boxing. All right, man. That was uh, kill yourself and start over. Heard us here, so we're gonna get to the sports update real quick. But hey, uh, we got a request after our, after our best of show. Uh, they someone requested uh, for me to do uh, another CB's racially insensitive joke of the week. So uh, I just want to give you guys. Uh, I, I did some research. I'm not a comedian, nor do I play one on this podcast. Said is actually a funny one. So I actually did some research. So uh, <laughs> you ain't that damn funny if you ask me. There you go. Here's the top ten. Uh, white people curse words. Number 10, gosh darn it. Number 9, you don't want me to spank that bottle. Number 8, I'll have none of that. Number 7, watch that attitude, mister. Number, <laughs> number 6, take it down a notch. Number 5, cool it, buster. <laughs> Oh shit. <laughs> Number four, shut the front door. <laughs> Number three, shut your pie hole. <laughs> that should be number one. Here you go. Number two, put a sock in it. <laughs> and number and number one, the all-time classic, zip it. <laughs> Oh, that's funny as hell, man. Hey, shut your pile. Should have been number one. That's good funny. That's CB insensitive, uh, racially insensitive joke of the week for everybody who wanted to hear that again. All right, let's get into this. So tell me this. So what's what's the black translation for all those white cuss words? You just put a bunch of cuss words. In <laughs> Anything to start with motherfucker. <laughs> Go upstairs, motherfucker. <laughs> Zip, motherfucker. Tell your daddy, motherfucker. <laughs> you ain't my daddy, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> you leave a motherfucker behind. Me. Black cuss words. <laughs> oh shit, man, you guys are crazy. All right, let's get into this, this quick sports update. The Big Hurt uh, sports update. The Big Herd Sports Update with Charles Hurd on Inside the Game. Hey, before we get into that, Sid, Joe, and Roland, and Big Herd, I seen something that, you know, I've been off work. I was watching the 1994 NBA All-Star Game. Do not look this up. This is going to fuck you. you fuck your head up. All right. Remember, that was the first All-Star Game Jordan after Jordan's retired. I'm going to ask you guys this, and I guarantee you, None of you guys will get this answer right. Who was, I'll give you the first answer. Who was the number two leading vote, vote getter in the, in the 1994 NBA All-Star game? The number two on the East, on the, in, on the, in the Eastern Conference. And he was the number three overall. 
The number one was Shaquille O'Neal. The number two was Charles Barkley. No, I take that back. Sorry. Number one was Grant Hill. Number two was Charles Barkley. Who was number three over everybody? You'll never guess this. It's gonna, just, don't don't look this up. Please don't look this up. Just take it while I, I, I thought I would say Grant Hill was number You asked us who was number two. Uh, no, uh, Grant Hill was number one. Charles, right. You said was number two, right? Charles Barkley was number two overall. But who was number three overall and number two in the East? Shaq? No. It, it, um, it, it, it had to be a it had to be a white boy. So Tony Kukos? No. Her. Her. No one Pippen. You're close though, Sid. Her. Sid, you're actually pretty close. He no, said Steve be- Kerr. No, you're no, actually getting closer. getting closer. Getting uh, closer. I don't know, fuck. Oh, uh, John John Paxson. B J Armstrong. Get the fuck That's out of here. He made the all-star team? B.J. Armstrong was the number two vote vote-getter in the East and the the number three overall. B.J. Uh, look it up if you don't believe it. You didn't hear me say B.J. Armstrong? I swear you said no, nah, but you're getting close. Oh, I didn't hear you say it. I'm sorry. I apologize. Yeah, I, you're too busy running your mouth. He started. I remember that. He started the 94 uh, All-Star game. I, I knew it was going to be. I thought, I thought you were going to say he started. I didn't know he said no. He was the number vote getter like that. Who gives a fuck, <laughs> bro? Do you know who was in? Nah, that's a that's a big deal, fam. That, that's Sean a big Kip deal. was in that All Star game, bro. All right, Sean Kip was in that All Star game. Dominique Wilkins was in that All Star game. Derek Coleman. I mean, Scotty Pippen was. The, he got more votes than Scotty Pippen. <laughs> more votes than Patrick Ewing. More votes than Shaquille. Are you kidding me? BJ Armstrong? That's crazy. What did, what did, what what did, I have to look back. Please. I have to look back at the game to see why though. Like, because it had to be, it had to be something significant in, that BJ Armstrong no. was doing. Yeah, that, uh, that, BJ Armstrong like had his own, his own more like research fund. And I'm trying to remember that for BJ Armstrong to get more. Tell you what he did, man. He had his own little research firm or whatever they kept uh, putting in votes for. Yep. Dude. Stuff in the ballot. Exactly. Because don't nobody give a shit about no BJ Armstrong. Don't nobody in Chicago care about no BJ. BJ. BJ was the shit now. Don't get me wrong. BJ wasn't no shit. BJ was a starting point guard. For the uh, on a uh, team with Michael Jordan, man, come yeah. on, hush. But he was still the starter, man. But he should. I just hey, do you think? Do you think? You think more people remember Steve Kerr or BJ Armstrong? Right. Oh, that's true. <laughs> well, the thing that was funny about it was funny about Steve Kerr. He actually, but didn't he go to Arizona? He he yeah. led he he led college three point shooting and did the same thing in the years when he was in the NBA, like. Steve Kerr actually was no joke. Yeah, he was. Yeah, and you know what? Well, he, he hit one. He hit one of the biggest shots in, in the game. I mean, so that's. But I'm mean, just saying, Steve even Kerr if you take that out, for that. Yeah. I mean, because yeah. if you You're take right. out all You're of Robert right. Ory's big shots, Robert Ory was pretty much an average player. But he hit some. He got like 12, 12 big shots over three teams on his on his resume that will blow your mind. But he wasn't like a great player. Steve Kerr was kind of like a great player. No, Robert Rory was good when he was with yeah, him. I said Robert Rory yeah, was, was good. good. He said he was good 
not great. I didn't call him a bum. Kerr wasn't great. Steve Kerr wasn't great. He was just a great uh, shooter. That to me was a great shooter. Uh, Robert Ory had part of the game that don't make you a great player. Robert Ory right. played defense too, bro. Then why, then why is then why is Stephen Curry the great player right now in the top five? Steph Curry does. He can shoot. Play. He can handle the ball. He can pass. And he so, can play defense. So can Steve Curry. No, nah, come on, man. Come get the fuck out of here, man. That's come on, man. Curry yeah, putting up thirty points a game. Curry putting up, not even putting up thirteen, man. Curry, he's rolling off the line, man. Steve Kerr was more of a Steve Kerr was more of a place place shooter or set shooter, as you would call it. Right. Curry is more. He can create a shot for himself. He has range, man. Like it's just he has a little bit more to his game. He can create a shot for himself. Okay. All I'm saying is, is the, the argument y'all just made is negated by Steph Curry. Yes, he has more to his game, but you just said he can't be great just because he shoots. That's not true. He do more to shoot, That's man. Steph Curry That's does more to shoot. What are you man, talking about? Really wants to argue. Hey, go ahead, Hurd. That's all he want to do. <laughs> I do not. How are you going to say Steve Curry wasn't great? How do you remember all that other shit, but you don't he remember he was great? Have a Steph he Curry was not a great player, dude. Conversation, man. Come on, man. We are not finna have a Steph Curry. I know you <laughs> Come on. What you got? What you got for this week, Herb? <laughs> no, I just want to. I just want to kind of bring it to the forefront of if you guys uh, kind of remember, it's coming back all around again to uh, the play of the Boston Celtics. I mean, we just. We just seen a great draft by them because they had a bunch of draft picks um, from prior years to making good decisions. Now they are actually coming in. They got well, they look like they're going to get Irvin, but they look like they're going to have to give up some of their their draft picks to actually kind of make it make the whole situation work out. Um, look, look at look at look at everything that it comes down to. I, I'm telling you what, I think that this team in Boston Celtics, man. But them getting Kyrie Irving, they're gonna they're gonna start to make a little bit of tweaks and uh, lock him up for for a long term and then get some great players up there. Boston Celtics are, are gonna come back to the forefront and, and win some championships up there. Win some championships? I think coming out the East, but win yeah. some championships? They're not yeah. they're not better. Yeah, they're not better than anybody yeah. in the West. Well, that's well, what I'm what I'm saying is that they're going to actually build a team. I'm, I'm not going to say it's going to be right off the back that they're going to win a championship, but they're going to they're going to build a team, man, up there. Yeah. The only way um, I can see you have to, you have to. If they if, if they're able to still ahead. play Thompson, which I still don't even think they'll do because I think he'll go to LA before he'll go there. Then I can see it, but they got to do something drastic because it's going to be hard to beat Golden State, man. I mean. It's just gonna be hard to beat them, man. I can't. I don't see Golden State losing in the next two or three years. I think they about to do a Bulls type thing, man. I mean, you just, just think but about you know what, man. Like the finals, the finals are so. Listen, the, the way that the NBA is right now, man, is that it's it's it's. I don't think they're gonna let any team be a true dynasty again. I don't think it's gonna happen because they. LeBron's been it, to the it's championship. Just, it's just not. It's not good for the league. LeBron's been to the finals eight, eight, what seven eight years in a row. So uh -huh. no, I get that, but like he hasn't won, he hasn't won it though. Yeah. I mean, it, it'd be different if he was if he was there eight times in a row and won eight times, then you'd be oh. tired of watching the finals because you know what's going on. Well, can like, I ask you a question? A, it's been a thrill. Before you, before you ask, bro, I just want to know who do you all see? All of you all, who do you all see legitimately having a chance to beat Golden State? 
just to, I don't see anybody having a, a legitimate chance to beat them. Period. I, I I'm just trying to figure it out. I, I think that it would it would my uh, uh, injury would have to occur. Major yeah, injury. But injury had to recur occur to like two or three people. <laughs> I mean, stay loaded. After Cleveland get uh Anthony Davis, they beat him. <laughs> Man, what is you smoking? <laughs> hey, hey, they ain't like they ain't trying to get him. Or if they do land him. But look, look what they're gonna have to give up to get him though. You know what I'm saying? So you're still gonna be short. Golden State. I mean, you talking about a team that had everything just fall into Cleveland, play. Hey, Cleveland can beat them because they got Derrick Rose. That's all they need. That's the answer oh, to everybody. Uh, that's the marking you talking. Look, <laughs> I'm serious, man. This well, what's funny, what's funny is is that CB might kind of be on to something because keep this in mind. If you're, if you're not talking about the greatest player in the game, totally changing his whole mentality, in the last three games of that series, the year before last, we would be talking about they just three-peated. I mean, when you really think about this, like we we take the fact that LeBron won that coming back down 3-2 for granted. We yeah, take that for true. granted because that's if true. he doesn't win that series, if he doesn't win that championship, we're talking, we're talking about a dynasty. Like, CB might not be too far off. They had an I epic was- failure. See, now it's kind of hard to say that because what if they did win that second championship with Durant beat there? Yeah. You think yeah. Durant still would have went? Yeah. They had, yeah. I, I believe, he I believe this robbed. is the reason why you know. Because they was recruiting him the whole year. Recruiting him the whole year. <laughs> yeah, he was going there regardless. <laughs> Seriously. Remember, he wanted out of OKC. It wasn't so much that they needed him. Draymond it was like. And Andre Iguodala was recruiting him since the Olympics. Like, right, it's like having a Bentley and then picking up a a, a Bugatti. Like <laughs> it's like I'm already paid, but I can I can have some more. And, and, and they did it without losing anybody. I mean, it's the, just it's just like this, Joe. You got Michael Jordan, Scottie Pippen, and Tony Kukoc, and then all of a sudden you get Dennis Rodman. I mean, and then you add the best three point shooter in the game with Steve Kerr. It's like it's like. And they did it all under the, the salary cap. You got Scottie Pippen being underpaid. You got Tony Kukoc not making too much of nothing. Then nobody wanted Rodman. Phil, I mean, it's you're looking at the same thing happening in Golden State. And I don't see how the only way that team beats them loses if they dismantle. But and you know what's funny about that, CB? Young and like you guys think Nick Young is a throw-in. Nick Young, Nick Young is gonna give Steph Curry games off. Like, yeah, take take a week off, Steph. You know what's hey, C B, what's funny about that though is is keep this in mind too. It's all LeBron's fault. Yeah. Oh, I've been saying that. You blame it on LeBron, because look, the the him going to Miami gave everybody the blueprint on how to do it. Uh-huh. If the, if Miami never happens, the blueprint is still the same. The the bot the um you know the league or the I really what? think I think that Durant was going to go there regardless because the way Golden State was set up, all those guys were underpaid. So it's easy to sign a max player because you don't have to pay. You didn't have to pay. Nobody was getting max money when they signed Durant. The only person right. with max money now is Curry. Like, and he wasn't. 
And he wasn't getting max money because he basically was injured for two exactly. years. Exactly. Like, everything fell into place perfect for that team. And I'm telling you, it's going to be hard to beat them. I know, and I know people say that a lot about different teams, but I just want to know. <laughs> tell me, tell me, tell me a team that can legitimately beat them. And, and you, I don't see it. I mean, you know, I'm not no X's and O's guy. That's that's said and heard. They the smart ones. They should be able to come up with somebody. Yeah, you gonna beat them? Will LeBron go to San Antonio? They gonna beat them? But how? Okay, let's just say they go to San Antonio. Who's the, who's guarding who? Hey, seriously, if LeBron went to San Antonio, you think San Antonio could beat them? No. What would uh, Kawhi Leonard shutting down Kevin Durant? You, they can't beat them. Kawhi Leonard can't shut you down. Cra- you crazy as hell. First of all, nobody in, the NBA, didn't get hurt. nobody in the NBA can shut down anybody. Did no. you see what he was doing to them that first game? Okay, I can tell <laughs> Stop you. Stop rolling your eyes. LeBron, Durant is going to score 30 on anybody. No, he's not. Well, can I can I jump in there? I believe that other than before before last year when he went to the championship, where was everybody problem with KD? Oh, he didn't show up in the uh, playoffs. You don't show in the big games. He's right. He's right. When you're playing with Clay Thompson and Steph Curry, you got two guys that that can put up 35 themselves. You can't double team it. You can't double, double team. team. You ain't got to double team if you got LeBron James or Kawhi no, Leonard. No, let's, just, let's just say Kawhi Leonard was able to hold Durant from 35. Okay, so, he gonna put, so LeBron going to check. Okay, let's just say he's able to hold him down from 35 to 28 a game. All right, so that means Golden State is not going to score 120 a game. They're just going to score 112 a game. You're telling, okay, but not if you put uh, LeBron State James on either a Steph or a Clay. That's gonna take away this. But Golden State's defense, even if they do score, uh, if you drop them down to 112, they can guard you. That's what makes the Golden State special. Hey, they ain't that damn special. Did you see all the points they was putting up before Kawhi Leonard got hurt? And when is the oh, last time he said points? Dude, you're talking about you're talking about, first of all, you're talking about three quarters. That game wasn't finished. How many games have Golden State? How many times has Golden State looked like they're done? That game was over. How many times have Golden State looked like? It don't matter. That game was over. Cleveland in the NBA Finals. This is facts. Cleveland had their most record game in NBA history. They put up like 140. Right. The game was still only. The game was still close. You can't count Golden State out. Did they lose? They lost. But you tell me. You're telling me San Antonio can, no team can do it. I ain't saying they was going to beat them. I'm just saying that no San Antonio team, got that no, ass in the first game. And if Kawhi no Leonard ain't get hurt, that would have been a series. No team can beat that team four games in a row. I, I, I just don't see it, man. Not the way they're constructed. Heard you got anything else, man? I, I disagree with you on Boston winning championships, though. I'll be honest. Boston going to get it done. I agree with her. Boston going to put something together over there. When? Watch Anthony Davis or something uh, end up over there. Okay. When? I, I they just get, they go get them like all them draft picks they still got. I, I don't see it. I see them going to the NBA finals. You know, now, now you said this before. When is the NBA got- relevant? When LA and when Boston and when New York is good, right? So you don't think that they that you don't think? Go to state. Go to state is a huge market now, though, bro. Go to state is a they they, they prisoners of the moment. But no, we know no, that LA market is a good market, though. That's a Am I right, Herb? You've been there. That's a big market down there, right? Say what? The Golden State. That's a big market down there now, right? 
Um, I mean, yeah, they've made it to a big market, yeah. But, I mean, like he said, L.A., Boston, New York, it's always good to have those teams. Yeah, but, I mean, they, the NBA ain't losing losing no sleep with having uh, Golden State being, doing their thing now. So, I mean, I think, I don't know. I mean, we can say the fix is in, but I just don't see how anybody can beat that team. I just don't see it. Herb, you got anything else, man? No, that's it, man. I just wanted to bring y'all to light about that, man. Uh, you think? Let me ask you a question on that. Do you think they're going to renege that trade, or is it going to still go through? No, no, no. I, absolutely not. That's absolutely not going to. I mean, it's going to happen. It's just going to have to come down to how many what players they're going to get. But I mean, that's that's for sure going to happen. All right, Eric. What you think about the fight, Hurt? I'm sorry. Go ahead, CB. No, go ahead. No, you're right. You're right. Go ahead. What you think about the fight? Did you think it got stopped too early? Uh, no, absolutely not. I think he would have beat his brains in if he would if they wouldn't have stopped that. I mean, you gotta you gotta remember. I mean, in a in a fight like that, when somebody's that tired, and Floyd was just like, I mean, he could see the blood. I mean, that ref knows when to stop the fight. You know, you gotta remember both of those guys are still top of their game and and really big in, in the, each each sport, respectively. They don't want to get, but Floyd was going for the kill. That the McGregor was done, man. He was out. Mm. Well, I, what I heard was today that the Nevada Commission gave uh, McGregor a two month suspension, and it's not like a bad suspension, but they're saying that he cannot fight. Uh, he can't even spar with anybody for two months because 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 of. Cause of the, the danger of what happened to him on the fight with Floyd, they, they, because of how many times he got hit in the head. So they're saying that. Well, I believe it. I mean, CB, CB, you got to remember though, man. Like, even though he was an MMA fighter, man, and he, he did some boxing in the ring or in the octagon, I guess you could say. He, he still didn't take that many headshots as, as like a boxer. Completely, you know, only thing they're really punching for is your face. You know, Floyd. As much as we think that, you know, his punches don't phase nobody, man, that you've seen how his punches do phase somebody. Yeah. I mean, Floyd's not known as a knockout puncher in, in many of years. I mean, he did it before in the early part of his career. But when the last time you seen Floyd knock somebody out, man? Yeah, but like, ended. really, when the last time you seen that happen? But like you said, at the end of the day, he is a professional boxer. He did lay some punches on him, so, you know. Right. Uh, hey, hey, Heard, I want you to stick around for the Cleese Report. We're talking uh, some more conspiracy. I know we done talked about uh, the 94 All-Star game, and we done talked about something else earlier. I forgot what we talked about. But uh, I want you to stick around for this Cleese Report, all right? Uh, I got one more question. Right, what you so think good. about the uh, Triple G Canelo fight? Oh, man. Uh, I, t- I, t- I tell you what, man. I I think it's I think it's going to be a pretty good fight. But the one thing that I can say, like like right now, is that you got to remember I, I had like the Tyson effect after seeing this fight. You know, like I was like, man, I'm not paying for a pay per view again to see anything. You know, I'm not. I just don't want to do it. Like, why would you do it? You know, it, I feel like they're pushing it too soon. I can tell you that much. Yeah. Um, you got to you got to kind of give it a little bit of time. Now, see, that that's the thing. I think they fight was already set up. And then they put uh, right. what's the name to jump in front of them. 
Um, I had them, yeah, yeah, yeah. McGregor, yeah. McGregor and Mayweather. Yeah. Yeah, I just think that it needs to be pushed back. So I'm gonna be honest with you. Um, yeah, they may because it's just. I mean, you, you're not gonna get. You're not gonna get that many people. I know for me personally, think, like after seeing that, I'm not doing it. I was say you don't think that they can uh, ride that momentum. No, I, I mean I don't think so, man. Like I mean, it's like it's like bringing a pair of Jordans out after you just released the the, the pair of Jordans that were exclusives. You know, like some people will go buy it, but not everybody that you wanted to. Like versus like if you wait a couple months and then you like, all right, these are the new exclusive Jordans. Then you then you bring those out again, and then you're gonna get the fans that had those before come out again, man. So um, I just I just feel like they're, they're trying to feel like they're trying to recoup some money, you know, from what they what they spent on this this previous fight, um, and it's not the time or the way to do it. All right. All right, that was the Big Herd Sports Update. Thought-provoking ignorance with special guests and Cave Crush interviews inside the cave. Now that's how you podcast. Inside the Cave. Are, are you enjoying this episode of Inside the Cave? Well, get your ass up and rate us on iTunes. Inside the Cave Podcast. Five stars, or kill yourself and start over. Get, get the latest in cave fashion at CaveCrushShop.com. That's CaveCrushShop.com. Follow Inside the Cave on Instagram at Inside the Cave and at Cave Crush for the hottest women on the planet. Like Inside the Cave on Facebook, Inside the Cave Podcast, and follow Inside the Cave on Twitter at Cave Crush. Inside the Cave. Thought-provoking ignorant guy talk with special guests and Cave Crush interviews. Want to hear a hot take? It's time to go around the cave. Joe, you got anything this week? Yeah, uh, I got something quick. I wanted to call out. It's kind of along the line of what Roland was talking about earlier. But I wanted to call out the detractors of what Colin Kaepernick doing. Uh, Jim Brown uh, saying what he got to say. Uh, LaShawn McCoy saying what he had to say. Look, uh, Colin kneeling for black people's rights and equality how can you knock that? You know, when that's what you was fighting for, Jim Brown. That's what you was fighting for, George Foreman. You know what I'm saying? Or how can you come out and say, oh, well, he needs to stand up for the flag, or he don't know what he uh, kneeling about, this, that, and the third. You know, he doing this for the equal rights of black people. Y'all watch the news every damn day. Y'all know what's going on. Yeah, I don't, I don't give a damn how old y'all, man. Don't, don't, don't uh, go out there and cooning. And like, I'll, get, I'll jump on Twitter real fast and send you a message. That's <laughs> Jason Whitlock. You get it every day. Rolling. Mm-mm-mm. Sad, sad, sad. So, I mean? Yep. Okay. And uh, uh, let me preface my comments with um, the people that are suffering from the devastation down in Houston. Our hearts go out to you. This is in this is in no way, shape, or form to take away from the loss of life, the loss of property, and uh, the the mental devastation that people down there must be dealing with at this time. With that being said, I want to read something that I posted 
on my Instagram account. I said, it is a great thing when people come together in crisis and help others, especially when it breaks down economic and racial divide, racial lines. Yet, you know that there are some serious divides still going on in this country. The media reports differently and rescues come differently. Um, the biggest, some of the biggest and most popular celebrities have issued challenges, ha issued a challenge by Kevin Hart to donate 25,000 to the Red Cross. Now you can agree or disagree with the agency and their practices, but I won't get into that right now. What I will say though is what Kevin Hart did was honorable and it takes and it takes a crisis in order for celebrities to get together and pull their resources um, to get things done. Now I know that everyone who supports these individuals will say, well, they gave to this or that, and I realize they do things on a small scale, but it takes crisis in order for everybody to come together and give. After the smoke clears and after the dust settles, can we get this same call to action, hashtag challenges, if you will, for Bath Back the Community Initiative? See, we say Black Lives Matter. We can wear a t-shirt. We can even kneel during their national anthem. But until we can get these type of celebrities to pull their resources like they did for Hurricane Harvey victims, you will see us go ignored and unchecked by the basses. Yes, I know it starts with us. And I know, uh, and I'm not looking for a handout, but the way today's society works is people are moved by fame and celebrity via social media. There are too many black folks, folks worth billions for our communities to continue to go without. Let's buy back the, buy back the block. Sorry it was so choppy, guys. Heard you want to participate in this? You know what, man? I, I would have to uh, agree with Roland when it comes down to that, man. And, and of course, I want to go ahead and, and say give my condolences to all the people who, who uh, passed away or, or, you know, and all the people that, that are just... You know, uh, that doesn't have don't have places to go, and 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 this terrible event that happened down there in Texas. But my other thing is too, man. It's like it shouldn't take a major event or a major catastrophe for for us to gather money and help out people, man. We we live in a country. Uh, no matter who our president is, we still live in a country where we all uh, have the freedom to to go out and, and do different things. But when, you know, somebody hurts us in our community, um, it's a bunch of, um, you know, African-American actors and, and athletes. And I mean, look at it. We, we make up 80% of the NFL. We're almost like, I think it's like 90% of the NBA um, and, and other sports. We should be able to give back to our community and make our community better. Um, there's no reason that, you know, it, it should take, you know, let's say for instance, for a disaster to happen in Chicago, where people want to give donations to Chicago. Um, so one thing I would, I would, I would try to do is I would challenge everybody on this panel and, and, um, you know, everybody that comes to this panel, CB, I would challenge us to, uh, not just in this time, but for this to be a start for us to say, um, listen, each time that something happens, even if it's a dollar or if it's $10 for 
for everybody that comes on, man, to give something and, and that be donated to a good cause. Because it, it, it's not about how much you give, man, but it's about, you know, giving time and giving effort to go out and help um, one person. You know, if you help one person, man, it, it, it takes a village to raise, um, you know, it, it takes a village, you know, to, to, to raise a, a lot of kids and a lot, raise them right, man. And, and then when we get away from that, this is how we become in the time that we are right now. boy Hurt. All right, I want to wrap it up by just saying, for number one, part one of my Around the Cave, I want to say happy belated birthday to my brothers for over 25 years, Sid and Joe, respectively, August 26th and 29th. Not in that order, actually. Respectfully, I just want to say happy birthday to those guys. And also, I want to just say this. <laughs> what I've learned now from about social media is that all the stereotypes I've been hearing all my life thanks to social media i've learned that most of them or damn near all of them are true uh, i always heard that every woman has a price thanks to social media i know that they do if you have a booking info in your bio more than likely you will sell me some sex if i had the money to purchase it and on the flip side, because I'm not just picking on women, I will say this. It used to be a saying when I was in high school, Tupac made it famous, money over bitches. I ain't paying for a bitch. I ain't tricking on no bitch. What I've learned is that was a lie. That mostly, <laughs> damn near all men will, if they haven't already, will and will and always will pay for sex. If there's, if there's somebody selling sex, a man will pay for it in some kind of way. Thanks to social media. Thanks to social media, I learned that that is true. And I've also learned, thanks to social media, the good and the bad, that most pastors are full of shit. I've always heard that. But thanks to social media this week, it exposed Joel Osteen for the person that, he, that we always heard that he was. But with social media, people have these iPhones, they're able to videotape this stuff or record it on their phones and post it. And, and it proves that the stereotypes that I've been hearing all these years is the truth. So shout out to all the women selling flat tummy tees and, and booking infos. And really, that's your cover up because you're really just selling sex. I know it, I know it. And shout out to everybody that's jumping in, all the men that's jumping in women's DMs. You don't want nothing. You don't have a photo. You're not a real photographer. You don't have a real radio show. You're just trying to buy some sex. There's nothing wrong with that. I'm just glad that social media was able to expose everybody for who they really are. A bunch of phony pastors, a bunch of prostitutes, and a bunch of tricks. Exactly. I, I'll close it by this. The world is filled with tricks and hoes. And I'm just talking about those that I know. <laughs> Alright, that was around the cave. Hey, first of all, before we get to the clues report, hey Herb, I know uh, you sent me a text message this morning. You said the Big Herd Show is uh, coming back, right? The Big Herd Show is actually we have a new website coming up. It's bigherdshow.com. You can check it out on there. And then uh, WCIU this year. Uh, it's really a proud home of the Big Herd Show as well. And it's going to be um, on ESPN2 as well. So uh, happy to have you guys on, and you guys are going to be a part of it. So uh, I got your logo and your 
all your information for all you guys so your your fans can check you guys out on uh the big herd show um uh, excuse me big herd show dot com as well along with our other sponsors so um we're gonna have you guys out a couple times this year um we actually have i think like eight shows that's gonna happen on the naval station great lakes this year i'm okay. proud to proud to say that so we're gonna be doing shows for the troops mm-hmm. uh, and then going all around the chicago land as well so um can't wait to uh to get everything started Oh boy, Big Herd, that a boy. All right, Big Herd, stick around for this. It's time for the Cleese Report. You want answers? Cleese Report. I want the truth! The Cleese Report with Roland on Inside the Cave. You can't handle the truth! All right, Roland, tell everybody, uh, first of all, more about what, what the Cleese Report podcast is going to be about. Okay, I'm starting the Cleese Report podcast, which will be a collection of myself, on different views. We'll have hot takes. I will give my opinion on certain subjects. I will expand with great commentary. And then I will have a segment of weekly rants where you can hear me snap out somewhat like I do on Inside the Cave every week. <laughs> so the Cleese Report podcast is coming very, 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 very soon. Hey, and- can I get an uh, episode on that? We call it the Sleazy Cleese. <laughs> <laughs> I, we might be able to work that out. Talk, yeah, some, talk to my lawyers. Some and some cleaves. <laughs> talk, to, talk to my lawyers. <laughs> call, Tiff, call Tiffany Simmons up, Joe. Oh. See, put that together. Hey, um, so the Cleaves Report podcast is a lot, I'm assuming it's going to be a lot different than uh, what, what he does on Inside the Cave because a lot of times when he does the Cleaves Report on Inside the Cave, I just come up with some stuff that I found interesting and Roland will just come on and fact check me you get that said fact check me uh because he he's actually does a lot of research and everything. what was it what'd you say no sorry about that okay all right so today we're talking about the 1996 nba finals i cb after watching video on youtube and because Joe told me that the internet is always right, I am starting to believe that the 1996 NBA Finals in which Jordan won his fourth NBA title was fixed. And I'm coming, and I'm coming from an emotional standpoint, and my good friend Roland has uh, found did some research. And uh, Roland, you want to give the background on you? We just go ahead and shoot, and you go ahead and, and come in. Yeah, go and shoot. Go shoot your love. Night. Pause. <laughs> Take that back, please. Take that back. <laughs> you... I mean to say shoot. Come on, man. Don't shoot your, don't shoot your love. No, no, no. Hey, hey. I'm not about to. Yes, because you know. This has gone a different direction than I think I want to be a part of. <laughs> no, no. I thought it was shoot. I... Yeah, yeah. It's just good. It's... Okay. I, I pulled a puffy. I pulled a puffy. Pause. Did you know. <laughs> And you know, you know, because you know the you know the guy that uh, edits the show doesn't really edit that good. So, Hell no. <laughs> all right, check this out: the nineteen ninety six NBA Finals is the year after Jordan made his return to basketball. Now, what? Let me tell you guys what happened the year before. The year before, Michael Jordan showed up around March, 
He was wearing number 45. He looked like Michael Jordan, but wasn't quite the Michael Jordan we remember in 1993. So he came back in, and uh, he has he he some good he has some good plays, but the playoffs really showed that Michael Jordan really wasn't Michael Jordan. Uh, they end up beating the Charlotte Hornets by, uh, but they actually lost a couple games thanks to B.J. Armstrong we were talking about earlier. <laughs> and so then they ended, but they did end up beating, winning that series, and they ended up going to the conference semifinals to play against the Orlando Magic. And everybody who knows Michael Jordan, he does have hard. Michael Jordan can score on anybody, but the people who guarded Michael Jordan the best was Joe Dumars and people who are sort of fit like Joe, Joe Dumars. And Nick Anderson had the task of guarding Michael Jordan, and he did a pretty good job that year. You guys remember that? He did the steal on Mike. When they, the Bulls were up in that game, and then Nick Anderson did the steal. Michael ended up coming back the next game. It's 23. They ended up winning that game, but ended up eventually losing that series. Now, Michael Jordan and the Bulls, they came back fully loaded. Dennis Rodman, Tony Kukoc, Steve Kerr, Pippen, Phil Jackson, they were fully loaded. They ended up having the best record that year. But the playoffs is a different story. Now, they did end up sweeping the Orlando Magic to make up for last year, and Jordan had a hell of a series. But let's get to the NBA Finals. Now, Michael Jordan's making his comeback. And you guys know when Jordan's out in the NBA, the ratings are terrible. Yes, they had good games and stuff, but the ratings are terrible. So you need Mike to be on top. The ratings are better when Michael, Magic, and Larry are winning. And even LeBron. So... What ended up happening is the, <laughs> the Chicago Bulls went up against the Seattle Supersonics. And that was coached by North Carolina alumni George Carl. You guys know how Michael feels about other North Carolinians, right? Also on that team was Gary Payton, Hershey Hawkins, Detlef Shrimp, Sam Perkins and Sean Kemp, and I think it was uh, Nate McMillan, and uh, there was another center on that team as well. But George Carl decided that he was going to play game one, put Detlef Shrimp on Michael Jordan, game one. And Michael Jordan did what he should have did. He lit Detlef Shrimp up. Not once did Gary Payton switch over and guard Michael Jordan. Not once. It wasn't until game four where Gary Payton, George Carl decided, I'm going to put Gary Payton on Michael Jordan. By that time, the series was over. It was 3-0. But once he put Gary Payton on Michael Jordan and they had two more games in Seattle, the Bulls ended up losing. And in the first game, I believe, or game four, it was in terrible fashion. And that's because they made that adjustment. Why didn't George Carl make that adjustment earlier? Joe, Michael Jordan has always had a hard time going against people shaped like uh, Joe Dumars and Gary Payton and even Ron Harper when he, before he got injured and stuff like that. Why would you put Deadlift Shrimp, of all people, and Hersey Hawkins on Michael Jordan? Eventually, the Bulls will end up winning that series. But aftermath was Gary Payton 
end up signing with the Jordan brand. So to me, it seems like if I was a conspiracy conspiracy theorist, that series was rigged. Now I'm not saying the Bulls would have beat the uh, the Seattle SuperSonics would have beat the Bulls, but who knows if the Bulls would have won like they did? Because Gary Payton ain't no punk. Gary Payton ain't nobody's bitch. And when he had, and we was, when he was in his prime, there was not nobody that could play defense like Gary Payton, and he would, he had no fear in the great Michael Jordan. All right, Roland, fact check me on that. Well, before you fact check me, you guys think that I'm crazy? Of course I do. I always think you're crazy. <laughs> uh, nothing but crazy shit come out your mouth. There's no, you guys don't think there's any truth there? No, nah, that wasn't rigged. I just think that George Carl was, um, you know, slow to make that up. Uh, oh, come on. Three games slow, Joe? Three games slow? Three games slow? I mean, it was three games, three games. All right. All right, Roland. All right, where should I start? Wherever you wherever you feel like. The true sale sets you free. No, well, let, well, let's let's start with the lie then. That <laughs> <laughs> that's easier. Let's start with the lie. Okay, the the Gary Payton signing with Jordan Brand thing. I cannot confirm that. I believe that you're incorrect on that part. I do believe that there is a conspiracy here that the that the series was rigged. Um, I believe that it was rigged because of George Carl's relationship with Michael Jordan as a North Carolinian alum. And I believe it was actually done unbeknownst to the NBA. I accuse the NBA of a lot of things, but I actually think this was a private deal between uh, George Carl and and Michael Jordan. Here's Mm -hmm. a reason why. Number one, like CB said, the evidence is, I mean, is clear. First three games, he averaged uh, 31 points, 46% 46% from the from the field, 50% from three, and he went to the line 12.3 times. Woo. In the last three games, 23.7 points a game, 36.7 from the field, and 11.1 from three. And he only went to the free throw line 10 times on average. Facts. Um, George Carl had said that he was not going to put Gary Payton through the rigors of having to guard Michael Jordan because of he had a calf injury. Mm-hmm. But, and, and this is this is what's funny about conspiracies, man. Yeah, yeah. A lot of people don't be pulling this stuff out their ass. Like, mm-hmm. it is legitimately reported on a website that says everyone was totally shocked at that decision because he still played them 45 minutes a game. So yeah. how are you so-called resting his calf or you don't want to put him through the rigors? Dude, this is the NBA Finals. Now, here's the reason why the decision to not play him, like, like Joe would say, oh, it was just a bad coaching decision, is because of leading up to the Finals. Keep in mind that Gary Payton was, what, 28, 29 years old. Sean Kemp was about 27 years old. They had their best team ever. They were running stuff, but they couldn't get out of the second round. They have their breakout year. They win the most games in franchise history, 64, and it's their first in 27 years finals appearance. You got everything on the line, and you got your best defender not on the greatest. It's not like it was 
Michael Jordan's first or second championship where the Detroit Pistons was killing them and, mm. and, and the Boston was killing them. And they just like, oh, man, we'll just run our offense or I'll run our defense. No, you put your best dude on him. You don't let that go for three games because he was torching them too. Torching them. Torching them. Detlef Shrimp, Hershey Hawkins. Kidding me? So now when you look at this thing, now keep in mind, the dominance for of Chicago, I don't think people really take themselves back and remember this, right? If not for him leaving the game for a year and a half, Houston wouldn't even have two titles. Their two titles came in them two years. We would not be putting Kareem, I mean, uh, Hakeem Olajuwon on the puzzle that we put him because he wouldn't have had a championship. They would have won eight straight. And how I know is because you cannot tell me that dom NBA dominance isn't easy because we've seen who's Mr. Finals, LeBron James. Who's, and they talk about all the time, Whose window closed? Sonic's windows closed. Carl uh, uh, the Mailman's windows closed. Um, Charles Barkley window closed. All because of Michael Jordan. And I'm telling you, I said it earlier on the show, or did I? Or did I say it in the private conversation with you, CB, where I said, um, if 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 you really want to make it technical, no, I just said it on the show. Like, if LeBron doesn't have that heroic effort, we're talking about three straight championships and probably a fourth by Golden State. I mean, this thing is easy. Mm -hmm. <laughs> People talk about they don't like dominance. We love dominance. And right. then if you really do the research and you start going back throughout the years, you can see big banks of championships being won by one team, the Lakers. You know what I mean? The Lakers got like eight years where their dominance was unparamount. They have actually, they got two. Because then you talk about the Shaq and Kobe era. Yes. So I believe George Call totally threw the game for his buddy. Because um, he's like, what's one championship going to mean to me? Because I can't win it next year. So he made it easier for him. So you're right, CB. He, they probably could have won anyway. But he sure as hell opened up. He opened up the uh, the pearly gates for him. I know that. And, and, and Joe, let me just leave you with this. I heard. I hope you hear us too. Let me leave you guys with this. Here's here's who who here's who guarded Jordan: Hershey Hawkins, David Wingate, and from Proviso East, Sherelle Ford. I don't know if you guys remember that name, Sherelle Ford. These are the guys that guarded Michael Jordan instead of Gary Payton. So uh, <laughs> just put that in your pipe and smoke it. Great research, Roland. Uh, you guys got anything on that? Think Jordan. Step away for a second. Oh, hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me go. Let me let me put some. Let me really put some sauce on this thing. Okay. When when the Sonics had um, they had went out they in those in those early exits where they couldn't get out of the second round. Mm -hmm. Guess 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 what they're guess what they're known for in their history books. Guess what they're known for? Getting swept by the Nuggets. Is that what you're talking about? They're not getting swept, but they lost. They, they lost, yeah. but not. But what did they look? What, what was the Nuggets at the time? The eighth seed. The eighth seed. So he also got that on his on his resume. And here, and here, that was the that was the um that was the whipped cream. Here's the cherry. Carl mm -hmm. George, you know the book that George Carl just wrote, right? Right. Where calling out Carmelo and stuff. Yeah. Uh, a little a little fact goes unnoticed in that book. In 1994, George Carl 
said that Michael Jordan actually approved the trade for Scottie Pippen to the Sonics for Sean Kemp. I'm done. Whoa. Drop the mic, walk off stage. I heard different. Whoa. I That's heard in this book. How you read it? I just read it. I heard different from somebody from another close source. What did they say? They said that Michael didn't want that trade that he was uh, talking about quitting, and they didn't even talk to Mike about doing it. Uh, what's his name? Jerry Ransdorf. Ransdorf. Not yeah. Ransdorf. Jerry Krause, the uh, okay. GM, had was trying to keep it secret and uh, not tell nobody. But what happened was uh, the dude that that's on ESPN Radio out here, one of the reporters that's always talking this shit, mm-hmm. had made a mistake and let it slip out. Because he got that from somebody else over in the Sonics um, organization, mm-hmm. and once it came out, dude reneged the trade. Dude, re- uh, the um, SuperSonics GM uh, came back off of it. He said he didn't want to do it then, yeah, because it was out there, and they didn't want it out there because Jerry Krause was always such like a um, slime ball. Yeah, slime ball. And he always wanted to keep things on the low so that nobody know what he was doing. Yeah, I don't see what the Sonics would have got with just getting Scottie Pippen. Like, I mean, no, there was some, there was some other players involved. I just don't know what they are. Oh, okay. Hey, uh, hey, right, I mean, I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, no, go ahead, Joe. You do. What I you was just about to say, you know, Scotty was my guy. No matter, I mean, they really didn't hang out much, from yeah. what I heard off the court. But yeah. he didn't want nobody else on the scene but him. That's why when they was trying to get um Tracy McGrady, Mike again said, "Look, y'all go get him. I'm leaving." They tried to. Oh wow! <laughs> uh, he's try, he's gonna trade Scotty for Tracy McGrady. Jeez. Well, well, if you look at it, well, then if you look at the if that the way this is framed though, Joe is is that remember it was at ninety four is when he retired. Oh, uh, right, 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 right. So here's the hit: if you want to stick to that story, then you would have to go with my other conspiracy theory that he was serving a suspension and he knew he was coming back. So mm. to me, those would have to go line in line. Mm. So if we if we get out of the conspiracy realm, all I'm saying is, is that the article that I'm reading is quoting the book is saying through George Carl, which you would have to call George Carl a liar, is that in 94, he is saying that not only did Michael Jordan know about the trade, he actually endorsed it. Mm. He wouldn't have no control because he's retired. Why would mm-hmm. him being mad affect what Jerry Krause or Jerry Reinsdorf is going to do? Mm. Mm. That would have been a stupid-ass trade if it did go through. Uh, now, now you're getting a conjecture and opinion. I'm just no, I'm saying, saying, I understand what you said. I'm just saying it's part of the trade baby. going. Hey, hey, before we, hey, Herb, <laughs> no, I feel Herb, you. Herb, do you want to say anything on this real quick before I close it down? I don't think he does. All right. Well, that was this week's Cleese Report. Great research again, Roland. Joe, did we convince you? Yeah, I mean, y'all made some good arguments, man. But... Something to think about. Something to think about. That's all we want to do here. And you can see it here more. <laughs> this, this kind of way of thinking on the Cleese Report podcast coming soon. All right. Let, hey, me, uh, let, me, say, let, me, let me say this. Let, let me say this. Is that I will honestly say that when I get a phone call or an email about what's going swishing around in CB's head, <laughs> I freaking cringe, man. He definitely 
<laughs> like like we was talking earlier where I said what did I say that cock and pick uh thought process you had on that one boy I said but you know I I feel like I'm the conspiracy theorist but man CB be taking that thing to a whole nother level well, so when he calls me on a <laughs> and I hit that research I'd be like man he be he be on and, and because I think like I think we kind of link up and I understand where he's going but for like I said for the Cleves report. Uh, on my podcast, we'll definitely be talking a little bit more in depth about um, current events, things that's going on in social media, um, things like this, you know, this hurricane stuff and uh, uh, what government is doing, you know, nothing, nothing real huge research wise, just, you know, opinion, talk, talk radio, you know what I mean? We ain't getting all into real big logistics unless you ask for them. So I'll have an email set up, you know, for, for uh, opinions and questions and things of that sort. But that's kind of where we're going. We have fun on Inside the Cave, but for the Clay's report, we'll be going a little bit more serious. So I hope to hear you guys. Hope to hope that you guys take a moment and listen when it comes out. Yeah, we'll send them all there. All right, ain't no cat this week. Um, so I was gonna do this cat's corner, but I'll save it for next week. I want to uh, run out of time. So let's get to this. Our favorite part of the show. Tell me something, Jones. America will finally have someone to look up to. His name is Joe Dirt. Joe Dirt in the building. With the best segment on the K Podcast. Tell him something, Joe! When inside the game. All right, all right. Here we go. Uh, like I said at the beginning, we got a good story here. Uh, it's about ass and cash. So, headline reads, Florida man has more than $1,000 in cash. But the cops say it doesn't work. I'll tell you where you hit the cash later. A man in Marion County was arrested for drug trafficking. And he learned uh, quickly that uh, where he hid his cash doesn't pay off. According to uh, the Marion County police, uh, they stopped 26-year-old Patreon Stokes was speeding and the deputy smelled marijuana coming from his car. Mm. So they searched it. They found approximately 197 grams of methamphetamine, rock cocaine, four grams of heroin, a scale, and a small amount of marijuana and a large amount of currency on him. Mm. Okay. Uh, 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 also in the car was a seven-month-old. Uh, when they arrested him and they arrived to jail, the police looked and saw that the money uh, was missing. It was about $1,000, $1,090 to be exact. And they couldn't understand where the money went. So they noticed that uh, something quite unusual as they observed him. They saw $20 bills falling out. Do you want to know where the $20 bills were falling from? Tell me something, Joe. Cash and ass. This dude stuck $1,000 and $1,090 in $20 bills in his ass. (laughs) You gotta be kidding. (laughs) That had to hurt. Hey, I am not lying here. That's gonna be my mark. 
Hey, I just got I just got one question though. I got one question. Well, I thought I thought when they I thought when they lock you up, they take your money and, and put it in the bank. That's when they only get the money back. That's what they thought. They 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 was wondering where the money went. <laughs> and he he put it in his ass. He stuck it in his ass. <laughs> uh, you know, I'm gonna say that this uh, is the first time something's been in, in this guy's he, ass. He did it. He did. He did that before. Yeah. Uh, he did that before. Uh, not anything wrong with it? I'm just gonna say that it's it's not yeah. the first time he's. I, well. I, I'm just gonna go off the fence and say, us here on the phone. Okay. Um, I don't know if you ever tried the ball. You know. A thousand dollars up in the in the circles, um, but that's that's it's pretty it's pretty. I would say it's pretty wealthy when you, when you say that. Yeah, and I don't think we're sticking it in our ass. I'm I'm just gonna put it to you. Yeah. Unless you did that before. He got one thousand ninety dollars to be exact. And Jeez. twenty dollar bills. Wow. And twenty dollar bills. Mm-mm-mm. Damn. I would have just had. I just would have been missing a thousand and ninety dollars. They would have had to take that. <laughs> hey, well, so somebody came up to him like, "Hey, you better give my money. I'm gonna take it out your ass. Don't worry about it. I'll shit it out for you. Here you go." <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you put a new meaning to the word "dirt" this week, brother. <laughs> yeah, you did. That's nasty. Yeah, seriously. Oh, man. Uh, well, do you have a sponsor? I can always respect some other joke. Yeah, man. <laughs> I'm scared <laughs> to ask this, but do you have a sponsor? Uh, no, not this week, man. Thank God. <laughs> Who knows where that would have came from? His, his sponsor should be Baby Wipes. Yeah. That's what it should be. Uh, I would think. Uh, what should be latex gloves? Them latex gloves, yeah. them cops had to use to get all that cash out of his ass. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. I mean, you know what? It was like the ATM. Right. You think they? Let me tell you. Let me tell you something, Joe. Uh, you know how we all feel about police brutality and shit like that. <laughs> I'm gonna tell you something. If I, in that one case right there, I would not have been mind if that if that cop would just beat his ass. <laughs> like, like I understand. Hey, if he would have, hey, if he would have, if he would have beat. Hey, listen, CB. If he was beat his ass, it would have been twenty falling out. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man! Well, that was the dirt sheets this week. The dirt sheets by Joe Dirt. Got a boy, Joe. Heard one more thing. Did you did you did you have an opinion on what me and Roller was talking about for the Cleveland Report? No, I mean that actually kind of opened my eyes a little bit. I've heard some of that before, but mm-hmm. uh, didn't get a chance to read George Call book. Although I know it's controversial, but yeah, um, I, I mean that was interesting to hear though. So. Yeah, you, got, you guys can look it up. Uh, Gary Payton actually talks about how he begged. You can look this up on YouTube. How many times Gary Payton begged his coach, let me guard him. And it wasn't until game three where he actually uh, let up. Well, I tell you, bro, shout out to Roland, though, man, because Roland, like I said, I just come from the, I just come from my memory. So I don't, I, don't, I don't feel like looking up stuff. So you guys, you get your reporters, Roland heard, you guys – Doing investigative stuff. Hey, if I don't remember it, I ain't looking it up. So, so shout out to y'all, man, because I ain't doing that stuff. <laughs> yeah, but uh, that was inside the cave this week. You guys got anything else when we get out of here? No. Joe, you back? Got no, it? I'm good. No. Follow the Cleves report.
C-L-E-E-Z-E report IG. Check it out. Check it out. Make sure y'all uh, look for that uh, episode. I'm gonna be on there. The sleeves, sleeves with the cleaves. That's what we gonna call it. <laughs> yeah. hey, we got a new page on Instagram too for all you real perverts out there. It's called Oh yeah, Cave Crush Uncensored. You gotta be if you. You gotta I mean all you guys gotta do is uh <laughs> is uh just go ahead and uh, click on it and we'll let you in. But it's, we got like 46 people requested it to be part of this private Instagram account where it's uh, anything goes, Cave Crush Uncensored. So uh, if you wanna if you wanna uh, join it, you have to uh, show me that you subscribe to Inside the Cave Podcast. Actually, it's not me that runs that page. That's uh, somebody else that runs that page. So you gotta show whoever runs that page. Uh, <laughs> that, and if uh, you listen, and if you listen long enough, I'm sure he'll slip up and tell you. <laughs> 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 Hey. <laughs> on that note, I better shut up before I get somebody in trouble. On that note, right. We'll catch y'all ass next week on Inside the Cave. Thank you for listening to Inside the Cave. Inside the Cave now brings you the official store to get all things Cave Crush and Inside the Cave at CaveCrushShop.com. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Cave Crush and like our Facebook page, Cave Crush Shop. Inside the cave. Inside the cave. Inside the cave. Inside the cave. You're on the number one show inside the cave. Three Lee Films.